Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered and the Dream Team series continues throughout this off-season. We've got a beauty for you today. Joining us, a fellow who played over 200 games for the Broncos and the Bulldogs, David Stagg. First question, if the Broncos are playing the Bulldogs in the 2023 Grand Final, who are you cheering for? I work for the Broncos, so the Broncos. Yeah, do the right thing. Thanks for joining us, Legend. What are you up to with yourself these days? Uh, mate, I'm working in game development uh, with the Brisbane Broncos. So uh, ever since I retired back in 2015, uh, I've been in that, that position and thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, working in grassroots rugby league and uh, within the schools and, and club land and, you know, education, uh, mentoring programs. So it, uh, there's many hats that uh, we get to wear. The young blokes and, the, and the, the young kids love meeting you guys, you former players. What about the young females now? We've seen a huge spurt in growth in southeast Queensland in particular. They, they're fanatical about their footy, these young ladies. It sure are. It's uh, certainly off the back of the NRLW. Um, you know, each and every year working within junior club land, you can see the number of girls. Yep. Um, you know, once five, six years ago, it was maybe one in every age group, where yeah. now there's three, four, five in every yeah. age group. So it's um, that's really nice to see. And uh, you mentioned about being uh, a former player and, and the kids knowing who you are. I can tell you very quickly they <laughs> they've got no idea. It's, forgotten it's, as long as you've got the uh, that logo on your chest, yeah. uh, that's all that they're worried about. So. I love it, mate. Let's go back to the '06 Grand Final. What's your standout memory, mate? Because a, a huge day for you. It was. Um, it was all a really big blur. I think that the biggest moment that stands out for me still isn't the actual game. Um, it's actually in the bus after yeah. the game, sitting with my wife at the time. Um, bon Jovi was being played in the, in the bus, and it's a memory I still remember and, and, and haven't forgotten about um, on our way back to the team hotel. So the game itself, obviously, you know, was a massive blur. Um, yeah. You see the highlights over mm. the years, you always see that. The field goal, uh, obviously Casey Maguire's throw over the ba- over the, uh, over the head in the last yeah. play for Tater to score on the corner. They all come flooding back, yeah. but uh, the big moment is, is that, you know, sitting in the bus on the way back, in the team bus on the way back to the hotel. It's an awesome sport, and, and sport is awesome in the fact we're sitting here talking about it. You've started smiling straight away mm. just by, you know, recalling some of the memories Sport's wonderful like that. It is, it is. And you're exactly right. I, I'm getting, even now, getting a bit emotional about just yeah. thinking about it. So it's amazing, um, you know, the memories that are, you know, 15-odd years ago, but they, they come flooding back down. Okay, dream team time. Any player, any era, any team, no rules, or you can put your own rules on it. Which way have you gone? Is this going to be your best 13, or have you, you put some restrictions? No, I... I had a bit of a, a think about it over the last 24 hours and I guess at the end of the day, it just comes down to what I grew up with and what yep. I remember watching as a kid, um, the players that I was you know, fortunate enough to play with throughout my career. 
Um, so look, yeah, no, it's going to be, you know, players that I, I probably didn't have a lot to do with or see a lot play, or, you know, where I played, uh, being able to watch them play. So that's sort of what it's based around. Okay, let's start with the number one, the fullback. Who you got? Darren Lockyer. Yeah, better one or better six? I believe it could have been a better one. Yeah. Um, again, based on my age and, and watching him, I remember in the late 90s, um, just the way he moved and, yep. and I guess the partnership that he formed with, you know, the likes of Lottie Takira and, and Wendell Sailor yeah. and, you know, glide, the way he glides across the field and links up with his wingers and I still think, um, you know, had he stayed there, um, mm. you know, it would have been the greatest number one. Is he the all-round sportsman slash athlete? Would have would have Darren Lockyer because of his athleticism and his hand-eye and his mindset. Would have he been good at any sport, whatever sport he sort of chose? Yeah, I think there are some people that are like that that yeah. are gifted, um, you know, athletically. And you know, the, the change watching him change from fullback to to five eight, it didn't happen overnight. No, it didn't. And I'm sure he'd be the first to admit that. Yeah. Um, but again, what he turned himself into off the back of, you know, dedication and hard work, mm. oh, I think is the key um, to any of those, you know, right, elite what a, players. What about the wingers? Who, have you, who are you going to throw on the pig and swing? Yeah, well, again, w- one of those would be Billy Slater. Yep. Um, hard to leave him out of the side. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, with his career speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, and you talk about athleticism and speed and what he can create on, the, on, on his own. Um, and the other one we've already mentioned is Wendell Saylor. Yeah. Two very different wingers. Wendell was the first of the, the sort of big units, wasn't he? And Because Wendell also grew and grew in all sorts of ways, but he started off as not a slight frame but a real fast guy that became the power guy. So he was sort of the first one that, that we see now. Again, it's one of those, you know, being a Bronx fan myself growing up, uh, just those memories of, yeah. you know, when I was in the teenage years. Um, you know, again, him linking up with Wendell. And as you mentioned, one of the... The real first wingers to you know rely on coming out of your own, and you look back and you can see that he's yeah. you know, coming off your try line. So, um, which is certainly a part of the game today. Okay, what about your centres, mate? Centres, I had Greg Inglis and Josh Morris. Here we go. One, uh, one maroon, one blue. The Morris boys, potentially the most consistent footballers we've seen. Um, Wonderful, and and Josh, just the complete athlete. Yeah, again, having the being very fortunate to be able to play with Josh. Uh, Do you get a, at, at two the years in with him? Yeah, had the four years. So four we both years. come when I started there in two thousand nine. That was okay. Josh's first year as well. So um, yeah, to be able to play alongside him. But I think the big thing for me personally is defensively as a centre is he yep. was you know one on one. You look at those battles he had over the years in the Origin. Yeah, um, you know, again, that's something that they was quite often spoken about um, when it came to that arena. So, mm. And, again, one of the best finishes I've seen yeah. um, and very strong. So you've got a lot of attributes there to being a, a very good centre. You've got some size in your centres because they're both big kids, aren't they, Inglis and Morris? Yeah. Uh, look, no, uh, there wasn't any thought process behind size uh, with that one. But, again, you know, Greg Inglis um, having the luxury of, of playing with him um, and even, you know, playing more so against him yeah. throughout my career. Uh, just one of those guys that was always really difficult to handle one-on-one. So, 
I, I bet. What about your six and seven, mate? Who are you, who are you throwing into the halves? Uh, seven was Joey, yep. Andrew Johns. Um, six was a, a, a real, probably the hardest one for me. Um, you know, where I was going, you've, you've obviously got Wally Lewis, who's, who's always thereabouts, and, and Freddie Fittler was another one. Yeah. Um, but I've gone with, again, JT. Yep. Um, yeah, just obviously with, I think the balance I've gone there with, with Joey and, and his natural ability. Yeah. Um, and JT's probably learnt and he's spoken about over the years, his discipline and, mm. and um, you know, patience yep. uh, and how he plays football. So that was sort of my thought process of them coming together and, and the combination. Both young blokes, Thurston and Johns, with all the tools, they started as the enigmatic sort of will-of-the-wisp type player. As you mature, you learn tricks of the trade. You use the word patience. Both ended up really patient, clever footballers. Um, it just shows how the, the really good ones evolve, I guess. Yeah, well, again, you look at um, where Joey comes through playing at Nolan in the rep, yeah. rep scene early on. Um, and, and I guess, you know, JT was a bit the same with the opportunities at Clubland and, yep. and, and you know, I guess just that it comes back to, I mentioned a, previous, a little earlier about persistence and hard work. Yeah. So, um. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Responsibly. What a back line that is. Wow, let's go into the forwards. Um, who's your 13? 13 is Brad Clyde. Yeah. No arguments here. What a He changed the way it was played. For sure. Um, and again, was my, you know, one of my favourites yeah. playing uh, growing up and obviously similar positions. That, yep. You know, just one of those players that, you know, from a work rate to the, to the ball skills and just the way that he played his footy. Um, as you mentioned, certainly changed the way that, that the locks and the back rowers played in those early 90s. Okay, your second rowers? Uh, I had Gordon Hellis. Yep. And the other one was Ben Kennedy. There we go. I don't think we've had uh, BK getting mentioned there. Now, there's two guys, great footballers, Big men, uh, and I say this respectfully to both, but both a little on the loose side. You need that still in a team. Sure, you can't throw punches anymore, but you, there's still a spot for it. For sure. I think that's, you know, a lot of coaches would love the aggression that those, both those yeah. players show. Um, and I guess the key to that is the controlled aggression. So from time to time, probably more so with Gordy, I think yes. uh, trying to rein that in a little bit was probably the biggest challenge, I'm sure. Any of his coaches and Wayne would have said, but um, mm. yeah, look again, players that are just so destructive uh, in their in their positions yeah. that knowing you've got them next year out in the football field, um, you're doing okay. You look at the modern game and the way it's played and how they use their edge forwards. Gordy Tallis and Ben Kennedy, there's a possibility they could be even better in 2022, 2023 than what they were back in the heyday, just the way the position's changed. Yeah, again, you, you look at, um, I guess, the style of play that we play with those edge-back rowers and creating those one-on-one opportunities. Yep. So, um, you know, they were hard to handle with two, three blokes on them every time, yeah. so you can get them in that position. Um, who knows? 
Every good side needs a couple of good props to get it all started. So who have you named in eight and ten? Shane Webke. Yep. Uh, and the other one is Glenn Lazarus. Two big men. Two big men with an aura and, again, respectfully, a bit of attitude. They, um, they know their position and they're damn good at it. Again, you look at um, Lazo, you know, the teams that he's been involved with yep. and wherever he goes, success, you know, follows. So yeah. um, you certainly want that in, in every, every football side you're a part of. And, um, you know, Webby, again, I was very fortunate to play with him um, at the back end of his career in mm. early days. But I always remember uh, with Webby, the biggest challenge with him every week was trying not to get injured by him. Um, at training? Well, when, even in tackles during a game because yeah. the way he comes into that contact with wow. if you're already in the tackle and he's, you know he's coming for you, you've you got to brace yourself because he's, wow. uh, he's got no self-preservation for himself. Yeah. Um, and if you're caught in the middle of it, <laughs> you get a, a few bumps and bruises along the way. So. I guess if he doesn't care about his own body, he's not going to care about yours. Yeah. Well, he uh, it's certainly, again, someone I'd, uh, I'd rather have on, on my side than uh, against you. How special was that final game of his in 06? We mentioned the grand final earlier, but what he went through to get there and to be there for the final game of a legend. Yeah, for sure. And again, you talk about memories and, and I said it was all a, a massive blur, but the more you, you start talking about it, it yeah. comes flooding back to you. And even at the back end of that game, when we come to the scrum, um, you know, and we're in front, knowing that we've won the game, yep. but he was still adamant that it wasn't over till. The whistle went, wow. um, and just that determination and just wanted to compete for the, for the entire 80 minutes. So um, that was the sort of character it was. And uh, look, again, it doesn't always happen. There's not always a fairy tale finish, no. but it was certainly, uh, certainly nice to uh, be a part of it. Who have you got hooking the scrum between the Brick and Webby? Cameron Smith. I, just, I don't know if I need to ask, really. Uh, I think out of all these dream teams, only one other hooker, and that's Danny Baderas, has been mentioned. But Cameron Smith, the resume, the respect, it, yeah, it's almost a given, isn't it? Yeah. Again, even not having watched him play, um, you look at the stats, and that, that only ever tells half the story, but when you look at the stats and what he's achieved in the game, mm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's a fair achievement. Yeah. So, And again, to be able to play... Um, you know, my juniors with Cameron the whole way through mm. uh, and see where he's evolved and, and, and how it's all played out. And, again, that willingness to work hard um, yep. and that persistence, uh, it's no coincidence that he ended up where he was. What was he like as a young bloke on C. Smith? I actually didn't have a whole lot to do with Cam. It wasn't okay. over to – he was at the uh, – the, playing for Logan Brothers yep. on, the, on the south side and – I sort of had a bit of a stint with, with Aspley and a little bit uh, at Redcliffe. Yep. Um, and we come across each other, you know, obviously through, our, through the game, through the, throughout the years, but it wasn't until we sort of got older that we realised. There you go. Um, you know, and Jonathan Thurston's another one. So it yeah. um, wasn't a bad little, little age group to come through. Okay, let's run through the team. Darren Lockie is the fullback. Billy Slater, Wendell Saylor, the wingers. Greg Inglis and Josh Morris are the centres. Jonathan Thurston, Andrew Johns, the halves. Bradley Clyde as the lock. What about this for a second row? Gordon Tallis and Ben Kennedy up front. The platform is being laid by Shane Webke and Glenn Lazarus and Cameron Smith is the hooker. David Stagg, always a pleasure catching up, legend. Appreciate it. It's a fair old footy side, this one. It, uh, it's a fair bit of size there too, you're right. Uh, thanks again, mate. Appreciate it.
That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter and Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had. Best drinkers, best looking, who knows? There's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them and we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.